So we're going to talk about... We want to make the big four a big thing. Yeah. No more big threes. No. That's over. I don't even know what that's about. Absolutely not. We're going to be talking about all four of these signs, okay? So you want to... four corners to a building. Mm-hmm. Not three. There's... You have to have a foundation to build up. Hmm. So that's your foundation is your, is your big four. So we're going to talk about the constellations. Yes. So out of the big four, the big four we're talking about the sun... The sun sign, what everyone identifies with, the moon sign, mm -hmm. the rising sign, and the setting sign. Mm -hmm. And of those four, and I like to think of them as like your compass, like your north, south, east, west, got a little guiding core compass in astrology. Yeah. Um, and that stems from constellations, mm -hmm. and we have discovered constellations by observing... Oh, Observation by <laughs> indigenous people, and they like looked up at the sky at one point every and like attached names and like being like things Connected to them. The dots and the yeah the, between the stars and the skies and, and created like stories to go yeah for each of the signs. Correct, and then added like stories to go along with them and add into the meeting, and like then they all kind of like developed their own personality and like own traits, you know. Like, what we know to be a Sagittarius to be a Sagittarius, or a Gemini to be a Gemini, you know? Just is that now, as it's grown through the time. Alright, so the sun sign is, like, your soul, solar identity. So that's where the sun was when you were born. At the moment of your conception, you popped out, a little star map was printed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's your natal chart, and so... Your sun is going to be like your soul expression, soul identity, soul purpose, mission on this earth. And so that's obviously different, specific to each person. And that's going to carry through uh, like your most primary energy signature mm -hmm. in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. But humans are multifaceted, multidimensional beings of light and it gets much deeper than that. Mm -hmm. The next level would be to see where the moon was when you were born at the moment of birth. And I will give it to Miss Sky. Thanks, Sage. Uh, so the moon sign is more like your, how you handle your emotional, like how you approach your emotions and how you like kind of handle them and like process them and things. Like if you, certain signs will kind of define whether or not you are more emotionally confronted, like confrontational. If you're more like able to confront your emotions in a more healthy way or if like you're more like in tune with that rather than more detached like if you have a capricorn moon it's going to be more detached than if you have a cancer moon you know it's you're going to be very into that very like 
able to understand emotions in a different way than if a Capricorn moon was. Mm. It's just about, like, how you feel on the inside and how you process and perceive those things. Mm, true, true. Bridge the 3D noop noop with the 5D noop. You're fair. Good. Okay. okay. So your moon sign is going to be how you intake and process emotions. It's going to be how you perceive them and how you are in tune with them. So if you think about it, the moon is in control. It helps the tides. It moves. It has a gravity pull. It has polarity, right? So it grow. It. <sighs> so the moon pulls the water. It has, we're mostly water. So it has this polarity over us, this like control almost in a way where it has like this pull for us of like this, that's how we are connected to the moon and connected to the water and us as water are connected to everything. Cause we're mostly comprised of water. We're mostly comprised of water. We're like what? Like 90, 80 something percent of water. I think it's in the nineties. So. Yeah. It's a high percentage of water. So we're mostly water. Like a large percentage of us. So we're very in tune with the moon, and the moon is very in tune with us, and our emotions are this internal, very, like, integral part of ourselves that we, like, you know, don't talk about, maybe, sometimes. If you talk to a Capricorn moon, that'll probably be the case, is that they don't talk about that, you know? Because they are just... Capricorn moon, it's a closed door. It's, like, how your sign, the sign that's over the moon sign can just, like, really affect how you are able to deal with your emotions like a cap like i was saying a capricorn moon is very closed off they don't like to really handle those kind of things it's not in that kind of like realm of what they're thinking of but like a cancer moon will be much more in tune much more attentive to emotions and to their own emotions and others around them if it's a cap sun libra moon they'll be a little bit of a complex because mm-hmm. the cap sun is going to want to be more closed off and reserved whereas the way that they process their emotions is going to be in a very like open communicative wanting to connect and share way like a libra mm-hmm. so correct it gets a little bit more complex the more you start to break mm-hmm. it down the more you break it down yeah and then we're going to talk about your rising sign which is more like who you present to the world, like how you are intaking and perceiving the world. So like really it's all just a lens. Like everything is just like yeah. Well the the sign of things are just gonna be the lens of how you perceive that certain aspect of that thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so like your rising sign is kind of like your external presentation of yourself. So how you process and intake that in the external world and how you how you externally express your internal self Mm -hmm. you know so like what the way that you are going through the world is very in tune with your rising sign it is the sign that was rising on the horizon right when you were born and it changes very often so you need to know your exact time that you were born to be able to know it and to be able to actually calculate it same with the setting sign because it's like the opposite so you need to know that exact moment of when you were born and where so that you can really know that kind of part of yourself. Like, I'm a Pisces rising, so I intake this world very dreamily, very, like, I go with the flow. You know, it kind of gives me a little bit more, uh, a little bit more flexibility in my daily life and how I am perceived by others. Mm-hmm. I'm much more chill vibes rather than as I strong as I am on the inside. And you know? As in contrast to your sun sign, which is... A Virgo. Yeah. So I'm much more like... Because you're a Virgo structure, yeah. a little bit more easygoing. Exactly. A little nature. bit more like... And but... Then, do you want to tell... Then... Talk about your moon? 
Oh yeah, and then my moon is a Taurus, so I'm a lot more, I'm very fixed. I got that big earth vibes, right? And then I got that flow. So it really, that Pisces rising is really what keeps me in that like, not so tied to right here, right now. It's like keeps me a little bit more dreamy. dreamy. Yeah, a little less detached. A little more detached, that's what it is. A little more <laughs> detached. And then you can talk about our setting sign, which is the extremely important. <clears throat> it's our fourth sign. The most important, in my opinion, in my professional, personal opinion, of almost 10 years of researching and studying this through my own self-observation. Again, all of this is just like our own personal experience. Mm -hmm. So it is. Um, take away from it what you will. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's the beauty about astrology is like being able to see the dance of as above, so below with just the dance of the cosmos and how it relates down here in like the three-dimensional world. And so why I think the fourth one is the most important is because it represents well, it represent the polar opposite of whatever your rising sign is on the wheel. So if you know your rising sign, that's going to be your um, descendant or your setting sign. It could be called so your ascendant or your descendant or the rising or the setting. It's the same thing, but it's going to be representative of your relationship with yourself. Mm -hmm and the relationship so the relationship you have with yourself is always going to be reflected in any relationship you have with any other person mm -hmm. that you ever encounter in this lifetime it's a deep deep reflection and so if we can like focus that intention towards bettering the relationship we have with ourselves in turn that's really going to do the greater work mm -hmm. in creating better relationships in every aspect of your life Mm -hmm. It's also representative of what we look for in relationships, too. Um, so if you start to pay attention to these things, it can tell you so much. I'm still learning so much more about myself, even ha after, like, studying years about this and just, like, the smallest, closest things that I've known about, just thinking about them more and overlooking them has really been eye-opening. Um, yeah really don't want to talk about what I was like, I want to tell you my setting. And I'm like, dang, what's there good to say about that? I'm like, okay, let me try. Let me think about what I can talk about. I'm like, you said your whole thing. I'm like, uh, We don't have to, though. Okay, because I'm like, they, that can be a I don't want they them to know like, that oh, I'm a know. Scorpio descendant because I'm like, all the things that I know about what I learned about that rocked me personally. We can talk about, well, like, I'm like a about? double, so I'm a Virgo in the fact that both my sun sign and my rising sign are exact opposites on the on the wheel so that means that my descendant from my ascendant is a virgo so i'm literally ultra virgo-y i'm like earth everywhere oh we're gonna put like literally like this much water and like throw in one fire sign just one so now that we've discussed like the essential core four, I just want to touch a little bit more um, on the difference between the solar calendar. Some what will our culture and what we're familiar with is the solar calendar. It's like the twelve month mm -hmm. um, calendar. Other cultures um, live by the lunar calendar. But in reference to what we're talking about, the different cycles. The moon um, spends two days and each sign roughly sign will spend like that 30, oh, 30, 30, 30 month period. The sun takes about like 30 days 
mm-hmm. in each sign. Yep. So that's going to be like how we live our calendar. Mm-hmm. And we've already moved into Capricorn season. Mm-hmm. The cusp for every, like the cusp is just going to be like the little bridge in between the two signs. It's going to take place between the 18th mm-hmm. and the 23rd. So we just recently moved from Sagittarius season into Capricorn season. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you guys have been able to feel the shift. We were just talking about how... It's the shift of Cap- of from Sagittarius to Capricorn. Shifted, yes, the sun season from Sagittarius to Capricorn mm-hmm. recently. And tomorrow we are going to have a new moon in Capricorn. Mm. So the moon is on a two-day cycle it spends about two days roughly in each sign mm-hmm. and yeah. so we'll have so a capricorn know. moon in a capricorn season which is really interesting how you're if you feel the shift like she was saying the shift between sagittarius season which sagittarius sagittarius is by nature are very independent very go get them very adventurous very like They want to play around and they want to like do everything and do everything all at once and be like kind of like they're childish in the way that Aries are but they're like a little bit more like independent that way and they want to like so that's kind of the energy that I felt very scattered very all over the place very wanting to like do my own thing can't sit still needs to go do do more things you know and now it's that Capricorn season and that is going to be a complete 180 from that of being the tone the collective tone Mm -hmm. yeah it's still independent but it's more grounded yes collected has a has a goal needs to complete the goal like very work oriented very like straight to the point logistic rather than fueled by emotions and the in the momentary like impulses you know Mm. you're gonna feel a lot less impulsive now that we have moved fully into capricorn calculated yes and with the capricorn new moon we're also gonna have the same like double capricorn energy on us new moon and capricorn sun season Mm -hmm. and then when what does the new moon like signify for us the moon's going to signify the new moon or mm-hmm. just the moon in general? The new moon and then we can move into the into the moon. Um, the new moon, that part of that phase of the cycle is the best time to plant your seeds. Mm-hmm. Um, with the new moon, you always want to set an intention and that can be like any way, shape, or form. It could be like a physical manifestation or like emotional or your well-being or your health. Mm-hmm. You just want to set that intention and plant that seed. Um, so you can kind of, um, watch it go because it yeah. takes two weeks for the new moon to become full. Mm-hmm. That's the waxing phase. And then it takes two more weeks an additional two weeks from a full moon to wane and go mm-hmm. back to a new moon. Yep. And that's perfect. And that whole entire in like integral part of the new moon is perfect for Capricorn season because it's very much about setting that intention. Capricorns are very goal oriented, so set a goal for this next little bit of time and able and like something that's like doable that you can do and that you can really succeed at. And not something so easy that you won't have to work for it though. Yeah, something you that to, you, have you have to work, work on it like every day. Yeah. Progressively working Progressive. towards that. Yes. Full moon culmination mm-hmm. where you can harvest what you've planted. Exactly. It's all about planting those seeds Think and about that's perfect. How special it is that it's on January second. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow it's gonna be the new moon and Capricorn season. So mm-hmm. we get to start this year off with a fresh 
moon, yep. Capricorn moon. Yeah, I don't know if you've been feeling it, but definitely like the shift in energy of like planning and organizing and like getting mm -hmm. getting everything ready to go for this upcoming 2022. Mm -hmm. It's really been hitting me. And I feel like I just like, I know what I need to do this year and how I need to do it. And that's the, like the plan will probably change a thousand million times, but at least that's like really what gets people in that like side of like, oh, I need to go do this. I, oh, my new year's resolution. Start the year I, strong. Yeah, I got to start this, the year off strong and that'll be perfect for ev all the Capricorn energy just flowing through us during that time. We're all just going to be like, okay, let's go get this. Let's go get that bread. Let's go do this thing. Let's go get this because we got this. Mm -hmm. We got to be believing ourselves to be able to do it. Mm -hmm. Capricorns are the world leaders, mm -hmm. so find the world leader within yourself Yes, to take control of your life and make 2022 your bitch. Yep. <laughs> make 2022 your bitch. Heard it here first. Yep. 222, guys. We got You're the on drop. the right path. Every Saturday, we're going to drop a new sesh. Mm -hmm. Sage. And Sky.